Gemini. It's my duality. He's like, what? I'm like, the Gemini twins. He's like, what? I'm like, oh my God. Pisces two fish, bitch. That's why we're good friends. Duh. Everybody, welcome back to Hey Beautiful, or maybe hello for the first time. Yeah, we did get some uh, some new new fans. Yeah, man, recently. we we keep growing and growing. Like I said on Twitter, April has been the best month mm-hmm. for the podcast, listens wise and user wise um, ever. So thank you, everybody. It's really exciting. which is crazy. I know it just keeps going up. So mm-hmm. we love you guys, and we're so excited that uh, you guys are loving us. Uh, if you don't know, I'm Kate. I'm Caitlin. And this is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every single episode of How I Met Your Mother in order, no spoilers. And this week, we are talking about Spoiler Alert, which might be my favorite season three episode. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It is so good. Um, so I said, this is the episode where everyone's annoying flaws can no longer be ignored. <laughs> All thanks to Kathy. Oh, Kathy. Oh, girl. So yeah, so before we get into it, just a couple little things. First of all, wait for it. The band who, uh, the lead singer and bassist mm. of which were our first guests, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a band out of West Virginia. They're called Wait For It because they love How I Met Your Mother. You can go back and listen to uh, World's Greatest Couple. That's the episode they were on. Wait For It has new music. Ooh. They're going to have a new single coming out. They've done like a whole revamp of their look and their sound. And uh, if you follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Wait, the number four, it band. You'll be able to uh, know as soon as that new single drops. And I already told them if they want to talk about the new music, they have a place to chat because I would love to have them back on. Love to have them on. They were really fun. They're so cute. They're so cute, Adam and Aaron. Um, Yeah, come talk with us, guys, if you want. We're happy to promote you. We're here. Very excited uh, for a new song coming out in time for summer. I'm in the process of making my Summer Jams playlist. (sighs) The best. Which I'm thinking I'm going to share on Patreon. Oh, you should. Kate, right? Is this is, I don't even know how many years running it has been. Uh, at least seven, mm. I think. I, I always tell Caitlin what the banger of the summer is. Uh, always, always nails it early on, always right. Yeah. yeah. The best. This summer's going to be tough. There's a, there's a lot. So I'm just putting. My my tops into a playlist. Uh, some of it's like a full album because it's like a new group that I'm listening to. I found this group that does newer Cajun music, but it's like they, they speak like a Louisiana French. Oh, I bet you just like eat that right up. I was like, is that French? And then I looked it up and it's like Cajun French. It's very, very cool. Uh, so there's that. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff. So I will maybe put that on Patreon this month Ooh. as another little perk for everybody. Speaking of Patreon, we just had an amazing live stream. Mm-hmm. And if you follow us anywhere on the social medias, you know that I have been talking nonstop about this live stream, talking about <laughs> uh, 
us dropping a really big s- surprise, and it was not clickbait, right? I don't think that was clickbait. No, clickbait never lives up to the hype. Right. There wasn't enough hype, frankly. I agree. I agree. So uh, we can tell all y'all now, now that we've spilled the beans to our uh, Patreon folks, we have officially launched some Hey Beautiful merchandise. Yeah. So right now we've got some logo stuff. We've got some HB family stuff. Uh, We have a couple of our catchphrases. We've got Mm -hmm. Lady Writer on a bunch of stuff. Solid seven, if you're a solid seven like us. Um, Also, fuck me up, John Cho. Love that one. And a few snack-themed items as well. Mm. And this is uh, mugs, tees, buttons, and stickers at the moment. And that will continue to expand as we, you know, come up with more fun stuff to say. Yeah. And uh, more catchphrases. Yeah. We love a catchphrase. We we love a catchphrase. Uh, So zazzle.com. So Z A Z Z L E.com slash Hey Beautiful Pod. Same all over. And you can go check out our store. Let us know what you think. And if you end up buying stuff, if you end up buying stuff, take a picture of yourself in it or sipping out of it or wearing it. And we'll share it out on our social medias. Yeah. That's it. Can't wait to see you in it. Yeah. So I made all of them from scratch. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, with- I said this on the live stream, but Kate does everything. I just show up with sparse notes every week. No. Yeah. Um, she does an amazing job with everything. So just know that, like... <laughs> Kate is the brains and the beauty behind this operation, and uh, I'm just so proud of you. And I think it's important to give credit where credit is due, and you just, like, cranked these incredible designs out. Thanks, buddy. So quickly. Yeah. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while, and this was a way to do it without a lot of overhead, a lot of bullshit, mm-hmm. a lot of waiting on other people. I'm not a very patient person. Uh, so <laughs> over time, we might get more officially stuff, but for now, Zazzle works. I mean, it's great. They, made, they made everything so easy. So go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is still some sort of a, a promotion going on. The code seems to be different depending on where you live because Tish said one and it was different than the code I saw but right now I'm pretty sure everything on Zazzle is like 15% off so you mm-hmm. should go and get your merch bitch yeah. for right. sure so that's Zazzle.com slash pod. we will obviously be sharing it everywhere as well um, and Caitlin and I are also going to talk about doing some kind of a special merch thing for some of our Patreon people yeah. so keep an eye out for that as well. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five level members, Russell and Tish. Thank you both for your support, and to all of our patrons, you are truly legendary. To support the show and get cool How I Met Your Mother perks every month, visit patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. This is season three, episode eight, spoiler alert. It first aired on November 12th, 2007. Our writer is Stephen Lloyd, and he's apparently one of my favorites because this episode was fucking killer. It really was. 
And our director, as always, is Pam Fryman. Steven also wrote Brunch from season two. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and he will write another episode this season, The Goat. Oh! He is really good with, like, he incomplete storylines and, like, he filling shit right in. place, right time, <gasps> cleaning house, naked truth, karma, splitsville, the fortress, no questions asked. Oh, wow. Knocks them out of the park. So many of my favorites. So I know. I was looking at that list, and I was like, holy shit. Like, he's amazing. Um, he's also produces a producer for a Modern Family. Oh, that makes sense. So, I mean. Very cool. Good job, Steven. I'm definitely going to pay attention to his name and look for his episodes. Heck, yeah. Going forward. Yeah, he's, he's a Is this his first First time at your mother? Or no, brunch no, was the first. Brunch, yep. Brunch was the first. This is the second, then the goat, then so intervention cool. in season four. Because brunch is the same where you think you have the whole story, but then yep. there's a different story and, oh, love it. And then it all comes together. Uh-huh. And it's, you like rewind and you rewind and you rewind and mm-hmm. then you step yeah, back, catch step up. back, step back. It's like that book, like those are like, it was Zoom or something and you like, it like. Oh, yeah. You pull each out. Each page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh, God. I knew that was coming. I'm sorry. I just can't. That's what she said. All Uh right. So. Anyway. We open up on future Ted Mm -hmm. telling us that the early bloom of a relationship is a wonderful thing. And we see a scene that looks pretty familiar. Yeah. Because just a couple episodes ago, we saw a shot for shot uh, copy of this, but with Ted and a different girl. Mm Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Stacy, the reggae band girl. <laughs> so we see uh, Ted and this new girl. They're on the couch watching a movie. He's feeding her some spaghetti sauce. He's surprising her with a flower. And there's so one cutesy, so cute. And there's one new little twist, and that's that they go for a run. So is Ted just boring? <laughs> like, does he do this with every girl? I wonder. Well, I mean, everyone has their rhythms, right? We all know what we're good at. Yeah, maybe maybe each task is like a test designed to mm. see does she like my sauce? Yeah, does she like this movie? How does she feel about flowers? Surprised. Like, However, if anyone ever sat me down and like made me watch a movie they loved, I would I would have problems with that. Really? If they were like, like a dick about it, if they were like uh, explaining it to me as we were watching it, yeah. I would not like that. Yeah, that would suck. But I don't know. I've definitely forced Chris to like watch movies with me. I forced Liz to watch nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother within the first like three months we knew each other. So yeah, I'm an asshole. Double standards, Are baby. Though? Are you though? Because I mean, like you changed your life with that show. I mean, that's true. It's true. So anyway, anyway, Ted is Ted's really excited about this this woman, and he can't wait for everyone to meet her. And it almost feels like this is a, a really good thing, the first thing since Robin mm-hmm. that seems promising. He's you know they she seems to have something in common with all of his friends. I love how he goes around and like there's something for everybody. Yeah, there's something for everybody. The other girls, it was just like I'm attracted to her. Like mm-hmm. blah blah, Mandy Moore, like just. It, it wasn't a good fit, so he's really excited, and he's doing, like, girlfriend, boyfriend things right. with her. Uh, so. I think, do you think maybe, like, Stacy made him think about how much he missed that? Maybe. He got pretty, I mean, he got close with her, yeah. right? It's possible. 
Or maybe Blah Blah was like, oh, God, I need to stop just, like, going for just hot fucking, girls, you yeah. know? Like, I need more than that in my life. You need substance. Conversation. He needed mm. conversation. Oof, overcorrection. So <laughs> the gangs, you know, they're game to meet her, so they all go to dinner, and we... We, we know pretty soon that something is wrong and also that something is missing, that we're not getting the whole story. Because every time Kathy says something, someone in the group immediately responds in, like, this horrible, rude way that, that is not like them at all. Yeah. By this point, we're familiar with the fact that sometimes Ted is an unreliable narrator, right? And so he's leaving some mm-hmm. things out that we'll uh, come back to later. So... Ted can't believe how rude they're being. You see his face. He's, like, horrified. And that night after dinner, Ted comes back to the apartment, and he wants to know what the hell happened at dinner, why they were being like that. Barney goes to tell him because, you know, Barney's a very honest guy, right? But Lily jumps Mm -hmm. in because she realizes Ted – there's no way Ted wouldn't have noticed it if he didn't have, like, sex goggles on. Like, it's very, very obvious, and she knows that if he finds out, it will ruin Kathy for him. And she's not ready to do that to him. She doesn't want to do that to him, and that's a very good friend thing. I mean, I've had it happen where I see someone that my friend is dating, and I'm like, ooh, really? They must not notice this. I'm not going to tell them. Yeah, and I've I've just done that, and then I've also said something. Ooh, really? But they don't, it doesn't matter. Hmm. They just still stay. Yeah, I'll t- I can uh, take take it offline. You want me to text it to you? Yeah, so you don't have to edit it. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. So, <clears throat> so they're they're all at the apartment. Uh, Lily doesn't want to say anything. Robin has a great line. She's a keeper. Just keep her somewhere else. And I love that. Yeah, Robin gets some <laughs> really great lines this episode. So yeah, these people are just ruthless. I also said Bang Watch 2019. There's a difference today. They're like thicker and like smoother and rounded. And I think... They're like growing out a little long. Yeah, so now they're kind of rounding them under and this is kind of where things begin to take a turn. So we're going to keep an eye on this and uh, more (sighs) developments as they, you know, develop. Yes. As they say. Um, Do you have any info on Kathy? Because I have a little... Ex, like outside him info on on her. Yeah, I do. Um, so she's played by Lindsay Price, mm-hmm. and she's currently on Splitting Up Together. Oh, with Pam from The Office. Yeah. Um, she was on Lipstick Jungle, Eastwick. Like she had a couple of like long-running parts, but she's not familiar looking to me at all. Mm. Except I kept thinking, do you know the app the that episode of Broad City where Abby loses her phone? Yes. And the, just another, like, woman who is so unaware of, mm-hmm. like, her effect on other people. Like, Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's all I kept thinking of. That's Ab- what she reminded me of. Absolutely. Um, well, something I knew is that Lindsay Price and Josh Radner dated. Oh. Yes, I did read that. And I looked at the time frame, and it was pretty much right after this this episode. I mean, they started dating... Uh, January 2008, so just a couple months after mm. they taped this and it aired, they got together and were together for almost a year. That's wild. Right? I think it's very interesting. And he definitely has, like, a type. Like, it's all these, like, tiny women with, like, bigger heads. 
Because he dated, like, Minka Kelly. I didn't even know that. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, another person. So he has, but he has, like, a type. It was some stupid website that, like, tracks celebrities' relationships. And really? it kind of just looked like they had all been stamped out of the same. Yeah. The same fabric. So, yeah, he's got a type. I like when they take, like, every, like, white male actor and they put them all side by side and you get to see how familiar and like how similar yeah familiar how similar they all look let's not even talk about how many chrises there are right now god i cannot i feel so old i can't keep any of them straight i have no idea who any of them are couldn't couldn't tell you couldn't tell you so yeah after the credits uh marshall comes in and he also confirms that Kathy's a total nightmare. I lo- oh, she's a total nightmare, Ted. Yeah, just like, just like goes. Montreal, like, obviously. Yeah, duh, dude. Because he has bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. Tonight is the night that the bar results are posted. And Oof. for a long stretch, we kind of forgot that, that uh, Marshall was in law school. But then last episode, mm-hmm. we got a reminder when uh, we saw, you know, Ted doing all the horrible things that made Marshall and Lily want to get their own place. Yep. He says, don't you have the bar tomorrow? So that little scene must have been from the summer. Because mm-hmm. um, we flash back to the summer and the exam. And I love the moment where the proctor says, go, and someone immediately throws up. Yep. I just love how they dramatize the the bar exam. Well, it's pretty, like, it's bad. It's I, kind have of you ever talked on. to anyone who's taken it? Somebody emailed us about it and said that it definitely reminded him of yeah um a friend of mine i worked with her this summer was telling me about her experience with the bar exam and just she said you know it's really more about they want to see your process how you're going to mm-hmm. attack a problem it doesn't you're never going to finish everything yeah but you have to at least start it all she had told me that you have so much that you need to get through and you have to kind of manage your time and she said it was halfway through the first day or something like that and she hadn't even gotten through like one. Oh god but yeah she said you'd sit there and people just sit there and stare and do nothing and they totally freak out and it's designed to like be terrible and hard and test you how are you going to attack the problem how well do you do under like extreme amount of pressure well also i feel like law school is one of those things that a lot of rich kids just do because they don't really know what else to do and they have the money for it. So it's like it's like a test to weed out that shit. I'm glad that they had that check and balance. So um, <laughs> we find out that only half the people pass. And again, Kobe gets another great line of half the people pass. Oh, that's fantastic. Go, Marshall. And then I love when the camera like focuses back up to Marshall. You see Robin, like Lily's looking at her. Robin shrugs. She's like, like what? I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> so good. Um, and I just love that Steven chose to give Robin so many of the funny lines. Yeah. Could have been she's, anybody. She's- she does so well with them. I know. And I feel like this is, she feels really confident and comfortable in this friend group now. Like Robin really feels she like a she's spot, gelled. A place. Yeah. yeah. She's agree. kind of like skeptical. And then she's kind of like this weird, hot alien who doesn't always know what to say. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, just then, Barney breaks in, desperate to show Marshall something a dog pooping on a baby, AKA. Caca Spaniel, which I love. Um, But Marshall doesn't um, 
obviously doesn't want to see it because he's waiting for the results. But then the results come up and Marshall doesn't know where his password is. And I just, I love that they, he reaches into a drawer and finds his grocery list for studying. And again, another great Robin line. Who's this grocery list for? A witch building a house in the forest? Because <laughs> it's all candy. Jelly beans, fluffernutter, gummy bears, ginger snap. So this is the first similarity I have with a character in spoiler alert that maybe is like, I don't know. Well, I think people already know that about my snacking. That habits. you love snacking? <laughs> yeah, it's like shit food, too. <laughs> He's worried because if he waits for the mail, he doesn't think he'll ever get his results because he once asked the mail person <laughs> when the baby was due. And was she pregnant? No, he wasn't. No, he was not. <laughs> so, not great. Mm-mm. And so everyone's like, just calm down. Like, just be patient. Your results will get here in the mail eventually. And But, of course, everybody from law school starts calling him and telling him that, you know, they got in. So you just see his his uh, sort of his will to live withering as the night draws on. And he even yells at his grandmother <laughs> at one point. So poor Marshall has a, a road to hoe ahead of him. But lucky for him, you know, Barney knows a guy. See, now, it's season three, and they still haven't figured out, do not show Barney your desperation in any sense. I know. He will use it against you hilariously. Uh, Over at McLaren's, Ted comes over from the bar telling everyone he just got off the phone with Kathy and that he can totally hear it now. And you can tell he has no idea still what it is. And everyone is just, like, not impressed. And he's like, see it? And then he like kind of recoils and goes, smell it? <laughs> um, but they can tell he doesn't know. And yeah. tra- Ted tries to think about what could possibly have happened in the two minutes it took for him to get up from the table. Yeah. Like, what could have happened? He only had gone to the bathroom and had come right back. Um and so one of the scenarios <laughs> is that one time as a joke in 10th grade, she told everyone her English teacher had sex with her and she's like laughing and he's still in jail. Oh, she does the delivery on this, on all of them is so good. But that one specifically is just. It's just. Cold she's blooded. really great. Awesome. Like she's really, really good. And I think um, this could have gone poorly, like the mm-hmm. ca- character. Yeah. Um, she was well cast. Oh, totally. Um, the next, I, I won't even attempt to repeat the line she gave for the next one because it's just, it's so good, but I'll just summarize it. Um, <laughs> so she volunteers at the pound and makes bracelets from the collars of the unwanted puppies that she kills. Oh, God. Like she think you think it's really great. Like she volunteers at the pound and she has this like twist in her face and she's like you have no idea the rush you get it's so awful an unwanted puppy and everyone's like holy shit so bad there's a poorly done lazy off-color joke about being trans which is the second time ted's been worried that the girl he's dating used to be a dude like yeah get over it you're being weird it was a different time wasn't it uh, it really was. It's not that long ago, but it's already so not okay. Yeah. The internet has 
change things in a good way at light speed. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. just, we all know that it's a dumb thing. But out of that little moment, we get a perfecto spit take by Neil Patrick Harris when she says that. It's a really, really good one. He is, he's great at, at a spit take. So he really is. Yeah. But the group won't budge because Ted clearly really wants to sleep with her and they don't want to ruin it for him. Mm-hmm. But Marshall's a good man. He'll fill him in. But before he does, he asks Ted one more time, like, are you sure? Because I'm going to shatter this beautiful illusion that Ted has. Mm-hmm. And Ted's like, yeah, like he needs to know. Mm-hmm. So Marshall lets him have it. And he says, Kathy talks a lot. Yep. I love the way he delivers that line. Yep, so good. A lot. Um, But Ted still doesn't see it. He's, like, clueless still. Mm -hmm. And so Robin encourages him to really, really think about the dinner that they all just shared together. Mm -hmm. And we get a flashback to everyone sitting around uh, at the restaurant. And it's the same scenes we had seen before, but just like... um, brunch we get more information yep so kathy which is a play on probably chatty kathy (gasps) oh my god good catch read that somewhere else (laughs) um really doesn't shut up and i thought Mm. i talked a lot but um so she asks she says something uh you know what should i get the chicken or lasagna i really like chicken but i also really like lasagna and then she goes off and it's one word that, like, she goes off on a tangent. Like, she ends up talking about the show Murphy Brown. Yeah. From there. For, like, what the absolute Ooh. fuck. But throughout, and then she goes to take a sip of her wine, and, and then that's when Robin says, just get the lasagna. Yeah, yeah. Just jumps right in. And I love the whole time Kathy's talking, Ted is into it. He's like, like, it reminds me of middle school stage acting. Dude, I had the same thought. I was like, (laughs) it's a lot. It's a lot to watch him do that. But it's also really hard to do that much reacting because she was talking for such a long time. He couldn't even, like, laugh. Like, there could be no... There was like I can't. It's all, I, it hurts. It's cringy. It hurts. It's yeah. it's cringy. It's definitely cringy. But it's it's perfect. Like Ted Josh Radner is not afraid to look like an ass. Like he's not afraid to be that corny. Yeah, that's not easy. I in a very know. earnest, sincere way. So he's making fun of himself by committing to it that much. It's, yeah. Excellent, excellent. It's so well done. So damn good. Um, and you, as the episode unfolds, you'll see the clueless person just, like, either into whatever's happening or just, like, totally not even hearing or acknowledging what's uh-huh, going on. And uh-huh. I just loved that So piece. great. Because they, they don't see it the way everyone else does. They really don't. They literally don't. So then we find out again with, of course, Marshall and Lily, same thing happens, and that's why they snap. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple times you see Marshall wants to, like, jump in on the conversation. It's like double dutch, you know? Like, he's, yeah. like, waiting for the right rhythm to jump in, but he can't. Yep, yep. And um, then we hear this amazing sound effect. The glass shatters yep. on this illusion, or the illusion shatters, as Marshall had said. Great metaphor and for it. just like that, she's ruined. Yep. 
It is such a tough thing for that to happen. I feel like it happens with most people. Like, you get to a point and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I never noticed that about my friend or my partner. And eventually you get past it, but it is tough. So I had to ask, is there anything that you've noticed with Chris? that I've you- been trying to think of this for two weeks. Really? Yeah. He hates the, like, noise. Yeah. And... Any, like, he's like, blow your nose. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a lot. That's it's a extra. Lot. That's extra. That, that always, that, like, drove me nuts when I, like, realized how often it was happening, I guess. And then you just get over it. Yeah. Um, Liz makes noises with her mouth constantly. Oh. Like, <laughs> booty, boop, boop, booty. Like, just constantly <laughs> making noise. Constantly. Oh my God, the last <laughs> Holy shit. Like, she makes up songs. That's one thing. She is like Marshall in that. She makes up songs where she just intentionally sings the wrong lyrics. Oh, Chris always sings, like, foul lyrics to songs. (laughs) Um, But but then... It's always really clever. Yeah. And so in addition to that, it's just constantly making sounds with her mouth. If she's cold, she's always going... Like, she does that one a lot. Like, she just has a lot of... She's constantly like stimulating herself, I like love making quiet noises. So much. Me too. So <laughs> I like it's never annoyed me. Yeah. But I remember noticing it and just being like, You make huh. a lot of noises with your mouth. And she was like, Yeah. I was like, it doesn't bother me. I just Oh my god, you it. do such a good impression of her. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens. But yeah, so anytime I point something out, I feel like she gets a little self-conscious about it. So there are there are little things that I notice that I just keep to myself. But that one I did say, and well, she was like, yeah, I know, I do. So two things Chris always used to say was um, put it that way mm-hmm. and evidently. <laughs> and we put them together. Yeah. Like, well, evidently put it that way, right? So I pointed it out to him. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, upset about it. It's like, yeah. shit. And so he stopped saying, like, evidently and put it that way. See? Before we go further, I just got some breaking news, guys. <gasps> what? I just saw on Twitter that uh, the Solids are getting back together this summer. What? A.K.A. Uh, the band that wrote Hey Beautiful, A.K.A. Carter and Craig's band. So looks like they're going to be playing some sort of a charity show in New York this summer. When? They uh, That's all they've said. Uh. So we will keep you guys posted. Find out, please. Hell yeah. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Now we see that very first scene all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it is after the glass is shattered. So we see um, this is the third time we've seen this scene on the show. And we see Kathy now talking through the movie. And he shuts her up with sauce instead of, you know. And he just is so. He's so over it. Just going through the motions, hands her a flower, walks away, actively runs from her. He's like, open mouth resignation is what I wrote. I love it. I love it. Um, So Ted is pissed. And I have to say that um, we, we talk a lot about the women's fashion on this show. Marshall and Barney's outfits are so fucking ugly this episode. I just had to point it out. Marshall has on this blue and brown striped shirt, which was totally a thing in like the early 2000s, like baby blue and brown. Do you remember that combo that was like everywhere? Are you not a fan? 
American Eagle polo striped with blue and brown. It's horrible. Barney has a brown suit earlier. And then also Marshall has like a blue shirt with like pin, like black stripes mm. on it as well, like pinstripes. Terrible. Marshall has a great line here where he says, I'm surprised she didn't tell you herself at some point. There's only a finite combination of words in the English language. <laughs> he liked that line, I think. He looked giggled. It's so good. Yeah. And Marshall, you know, gives this very mature advice of, you know, you just get used to the things that annoy you about people. And so Ted assumes that it's a safe space to talk about uh, Lily's loud chewing. <laughs> But it isn't because Marshall has no idea what he's talking about. They've been together like, ten years. Come on, this isn't news. I right. Love he that. calls her he calls her Chewbacca, <laughs> which Marshall thought was because she's loyal, wears shiny belts, which she does this episode. Yep. And that he resembles a young Harrison Ford. <laughs> Chewbacca. I, so cute that that's where he goes. He's just like, hmm, I guess she is like Chewbacca. I he's so pure. I am absolutely allowed to her. Same. I always do, I, I've noticed this and I've started to work on it, but I love an open mouth first crunch. Like some people will put it in and then like crunch down. I like going <sighs> like that one first really good one. Interesting. You know? And my, then I guess even through my mouth, like even if I have a closed mouth, I have a loud chew. Interesting. My yeah. shoes are just really loud because I'm eating food all the time on this show. <laughs> but in general, I'm a pretty quiet chewer. I don't know. Oh no, I I love a loud chew. Like I, it's just it's just my who I am. I've embraced. I love it. a good crunch. So I just love that initial crunch, and I don't like sacrificing my joy mm. to uh, chew less others. loudly with my mouth closed. Yeah, right. Fuck that. So now Ted tells Marshall to really think about it, and we see this supercut of all the times the three of them have been together, and it's a great dynamic to see. We have Lily doing all the loud chewing. Ted being annoyed and Marshall just blissfully ignorant, smiling, walking like through life to nothingness. Right, not a care in the world. And of course, the best part of this is that even the cotton candy is loud. And it sounds like what I think cotton candy Gosh. might be, like if it was crunchy, like that's what it would yeah, be. If it was loud, I wonder what sound they used for that. You know, the metaphor continues. We see the glass shatter. And he's so mad at Ted. He says, it's the meanest thing you've ever done to me. And we get another great line. It's just like line after line is amazing. And Ted says, we had ribs the other night and it sounded like Jurassic Park. I love all of the words they use to describe the way it sounds oh, when Lily eats. They are the best. That that might be my ledge mom, but yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Marshall tries to pretend it doesn't matter, but it does. And we see Lily eating Fruit Loops that are crunchy with milk and so loud. And she has this, like, <laughs> tiny little mouth. And Marshall's just, like, staring at her with such disdain. <laughs> and he's like, hey, what's in that cereal besides dry twigs and small animal bones? <laughs> A garbage disposal full of drywall screws. And she asks Marshall what's wrong with them because they've been together for 10 years and now right. he says something? Right. But he explains that he never saw it now until Ted. Mm-hmm. So at the bar, Lily is loudly eating pretzels as she relays the story to Robin, who, after hearing the glass shatter, tells her maybe enough with the pretzels. <laughs> yeah, she sort of, Lily kind of outed herself to Robin in that right. sense as a loud chewer. Right. She ruined it for her best friend goggles. Exactly. 
Um, and so she is like, oh, man, is it true? And after some reflection, <laughs> Robin says, you know, now that she's thinking about it, it does sound like a screwdriver in a pencil sharpener. Jesus. And like now the gloves are off. And so we're going to be hearing glass breaking left and right. And mm-hmm. Lily points out, you know, that Ted is the corrector. Mm-hmm. And again, we see a series of flashbacks where we get Ted basically mansplaining. Oh, yeah. Hard. And Christus is a little bit, not really mansplaining, but like... He's a Virgo, so he's, like, always genuinely mm. trying to help people and help things be better, but it can just he's come He's a Virgo, up. so he knows Every fucking thing like, and is He perfect. knows everything, and he has the right to say it however he wants. Yeah. But it's... But he's... He is, like, 99.99999% right all the fucking time. It is so it's fucking annoying. annoying, right? You have no idea. I'm with a Libra. I fucking get it. Oof. Just so balanced. Why? I'm the crazy one in this relationship. I'm a it's Gemini. Stupid. It's trash. And Chris didn't even know it. I was like, yeah, well, it's my duality. He's like, what? I'm like, the Gemini twins. He's like, what? I'm like, oh, my God. Pisces oh. two fish, bitch. That's why we're good friends. Duh. Duh. <laughs> anyway. He's never believed in astrology ever, but he's never read anything. Yeah. And yeah. Like, what? Wait, that's... Fully a Virgo. He so is. is. Yeah. And my wonderful and terrible. Uh huh. So yeah, we get this this series of of flashbacks of Ted mansplaining. But also, we get the for me the best Lily drag is where are those pretzels from Ace Hardware? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we get another like (sighs) this is like the beginnings of nobody. Oh, no spoilers. Robin sometimes flips out. That's all you need to know. And it's amazing when it's she does. the best. I, it, you know what? She just, she just moved up for me. Yeah? Wait. Yeah. Well, Lily isn't number one for me right, right now after last episode. Marshall's always number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She wasn't number two for me. It could be Marshall, Robin, Lily right now. Yeah. Barney's not doing Barney a whole Ted. lot for me too much right now. Yeah. And Ted's a moron. So, yeah. Yeah, Ted's interesting, yeah, interesting developments. Like Caitlin said, this is kind of where everyone starts snapping because everyone's mad mm-hmm. and they're embarrassed. So of course they want to like find Lash each other's out. flaws and dig dig on each other, right? So we're about to get an amazing scene. So much tea being spilled. There's so much going on, and you can definitely see Stephen Lloyd's specialty in this scene, like the way he did brunch, where different people are talking to each other mm-hmm. and different storylines are coming together and things are happening. Um, so he does great group dynamics, and this is awesome. Um, upstairs at the same time that all this is happening in the in the bar, Barney comes in looking scared and <laughs> you know making this huge deal about his no. Did anyone follow me? Are the doors locked? Blah blah Out blah. Windows, yeah, yeah, because he um, has this CD that will retrieve his uh, Marshall's password for him. Um, but of course we know it's a fucking blank CD. Yeah. Or, and then he went to like YouTube while Marshall wasn't looking to like look up the dog pooping on a baby. But the buildup is amazing. It's so good. Um, the buildup's great. And then, you know, this is the first time we think, well, the second time we think Marshall's going to find out if he's a lawyer and then his hands drop and he looks so disappointed. You're like, oh my God, he didn't get it. Turns out, no, he's just pissed at Barney. It's a dog pooping on a baby. Yeah. 
But he ends up laughing at it. Did you look up Caca Spaniel? It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real one. There's another one, the monkey sniffing his own butt. That's another one that's been mentioned on the show that is also real. (laughs) Ted comes in. He's on the phone with Kathy and hangs up with her. Mm -hmm. Um, So Kathy's basically over at this point. We know that much. And then the girls come in and the whole energy in the apartment changes because Robin and Lily have just been down in the fucking bar drinking and gassing each other up. And as soon as Ted says, "Hmm, well, water is a beverage, when Robin says just a water... Listen, Ted, when you apply drink, when you, or no, when you say drink, a lot of the times, alcohol is, a, yeah. People think of booze, yeah. Oh, that rose gold, damn. My hair? Thank y'all. Yes. Thanks. You should get it. Now everyone's glass starts to shatter because Robin confronts Ted about correcting people, mm-hmm. which shatters the glass for shatters the glass for Barney and Marshall. Then Ted confronts Robin on her use of literally, and the glass shatters for Barney, Marshall, and Lily. I love it. Everyone kind of like steps back a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. Smash, smash, smash. And um, don't they teach vocab in Canada? They literally don't. And uh, then. They literally don't. Yeah. So then Robin confronts Marshall because Marshall is making fun of her uh, about him singing all the time. And then we get this cut to uh, Marshall doing all this singing in the apartment and Robin being the only one who notices it. (laughs) So good. And if you haven't watched the bloopers, you gotta go back and watch because when Marshall does the laundry one, when Jason Siegel does that, it took so many takes for Robin not to laugh through that. <laughs> and as they're sitting on the couch, you can tell that, ooh, they barely got that yeah. fucking take. Cause I mean, it's it's just it's so good. It's so, so good. Oh, well, there's also like this extra layer in the laundry one because when um we see Robin annoyed with Marshall, and then Marshall leaves, and then Lily crunches on celery, and we see Ted annoyed. So even in the flashback, there's, like, two layers of this yeah. fucking thing, and you just notice, like, all the ways different people are being annoyed with each other on a, just a normal day. Barney's, like, joking around, making fun of everybody, and Marshall turns to confront him, and he can't think of anything at first, but my guess is that's because Barney is so aggressively obnoxious... That he doesn't really have a lot of subtle mm. um, bad habits. Like, all of his bad habits are pretty plain. Um, and they finally just start saying all the things that are pretty obvious about him. Everything devolves. Because Barney does all three of his horrible things at once. Robin says it's a catchphrase and Ted wants to correct her. And then she wants to literally rip his head off. And Lily runs and gets a snack. And so Robin turns on her and... Marshall tells her it's like cufflinks up a vacuum cleaner and then Lily tells him to sing about it like it's on and on and on and on and on and this is such an amazing moment and I am so glad that it was given to Robin you know Marshall says I don't sing about everything I do and Robin says no sometimes you just sing nonsense sentences like a a stroke stroke victim (laughs) and the worst thing is they're catchy Apple orchard, <laughs> banana cat dance, eight six six three, and everyone joins in and sings it. Yeah, because he sang it for a long time once, and like only him, him can. Yep. It ties back to the main story that's been buried in this the whole time, because apple orchard, banana cat dance, eight six six three, is Marshall's fucking bar exam password 
What a payoff. Amazing. Such a payoff. You, yeah. you just think he just was doing that. Why the fuck would he be singing like random syllables? Doesn't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. He ties back and he runs over to the computer. Plugs in AOBCD8663. And he's a fucking lawyer. Yay! Yay. Q Spoon, the underdog. That's the song. Oh. Spoon is the band. The underdog is the song. So then we're down in the bar and they're all celebrating Marshall getting into the becoming a lawyer. And we see them all doing their weird little things that they've always done. But nobody's annoyed by them because they're just excited and celebrating and they've kind yeah. of moved past it. Um, it doesn't matter because they love they each other. They love each other. And that's what future Ted tells us that when someone points out someone's bad habits, they might be hard to ignore. But if you love them enough, they're easy to forget. And I think that's the key is that. If you don't love that person, their shit is going to drive you nuts forever. Mm-hmm. Like Kathy, like they were not going to ever be together because he, once he heard that, it was like un- was unforgivable. It. But the rest of them, they're real. That's real love, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like cursing stuff doesn't bother me at all anymore. No, not at all. Liz, I don't even, I can't even think of what they are. Liz can make all the noises she wants. Yeah. Like I really had to think very hard for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'm too scared to ask him, though. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to I think know. I say I love you a lot. I'm always just like, so I love I you. So I do, but Chris made fun of me because of that. And I said, well, my dad said he grew up in a house where nobody really said mm-hmm. it. And so he wanted to make sure oh. that he that we knew he loved us, like, yeah. specifically. He would call me every morning before I went to school all the way through senior year of high school. And so Chris would tease me because Jack would be like in the bathroom, in the shower, washing his hair. He'd be like, mama, mama. I'm like, what? And he goes, I love you. Oh, I love it. So we, and now we are, we'll always just, we just say it all the time to each other, but I don't think that's annoying. I think it's good. Yeah. But I think in the past, people have been like, you say that a lot. You know, like when it's not the right oh. person, people notice it. Um, oh, yeah. I think I do that. I think I, I have a terrible memory and I lose everything. I know that that same. drives her crazy. And same. also because of that, I probably tell the same stories. Mm. I feel like different things, like if we're driving somewhere, are um, they like trigger the same stories. And I never yep. remember that I've told her. It's a different trigger and that's why. So weird. I have the same thing. Yeah. Duh, of course. Duh. Anyway, tell us about this last scene. <clears throat> so we have, you know, a jump in time in the future, and Ted's walking down the street, and he happens to bump into Kathy, who, oh my God, she's just, she bitches cray. She's Still telling Kathy. him a story. She's like, oh, I had blonde hair, then I went back because mm-hmm. she was like trying to place like when she had seen him. Yeah, she's like, I had to go back because you know, stay blondes, they have too much fun. But, like she's just fucking nuts. <gasps> and so, anyway, she introduces him to uh, her fiancé, and Ted, you know, goes to meet him, and turns out he is deaf. <laughs> so how perfect. How perfect, because Kathy talks a lot. So Ted, as we know, knows some sign. Thank you, Alec Lev. Alec Lev, definitely him who taught them this. This is mm-hmm. amazing. 
So Ted signs, you know, like, hey, nice to meet you, whatever. Like, boy, she talks a lot. Mm. And then you get this caption that says, glass shatters. And the guy's face changes. The like, caption is holy shit. so smart. It's so smart. What a great moment. Love, 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 love. Yay! Yay! What a good episode. Such a great episode. I love it. My only complaint is that it goes so quick. It really does. It really does. It's very plot, 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 plot. But at the same time, it's just fun. And it moves the story ahead. Because now, yeah, Marshall's a real-ass lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at it. Okay, let's get into the legendary moments. We have a buttload this week, because this is an amazing episode. Just remember, send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. If you're one of our Patreon members, you will get your... Full emails read. Um, otherwise, it'll probably be cut way down for time, and we'll just be able to to read legendary moments because we are getting more of them every week. It seems. Yeah, we have fourteen. Yeah, but we want to keep Holy including shit. them. So if you're a patron, mm-hmm. we'll read the whole thing. If not, we'll make sure we get the the meat of it. And just know we're reading your whole emails. And thank you so much for for sending them in. Yeah, thank you. You're the best. Um, our first one is from Danny, and Danny's <clears throat> legendary moment is the glass shattering for Marshall with Lily's loud chewing, and the fact that Lily chews cotton freaking candy loudly is the cherry on top. Yeah. Agreed. Good one, Danny. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is Summer, and she's one of our patrons. Hey, Summer. So she says, hey, y'all, so spoiler alert is another beautiful example of Ted how Ted has sex goggles. Yes. I'm sure everyone's mm-hmm. legendary moment is going to be the reveals of everyone's annoying habits, but I think it just shows how when you love people, you don't notice the little flaws they might have. It just shows how amazing this show is at showing real life. So true. Ever, yeah. Everyone has a blind spot for the people they love. Absolutely. Um, and then Summer asked if we have any annoyances for us that from our from our uh, spouses, and we talked a little bit about those. Um, she said, "I hope this doesn't piss off her fiance." <laughs> my fia- my fiance used to get annoyed when I used to eat, and one day she pointed out to me that I bite the fork when I eat, and it drives her crazy. <laughs> okay, so you didn't say one about her. That was smart. That was very smart of you. I love that. Good one, Summer. Our next um, legendary moment comes from Bethany, another patron. Thank you, Bethany. Bethany. She writes, hello, beautiful ladies. My legendary moment for this week is Marshall's singing. My husband also has the habit of narrating his life through song, and it is always heartwarming for me to see this mannerism mirrored in such a beloved character. I'm curious to know what habits you two ladies may have Mm -hmm. that shatter the glass. Have a lovely week. Stay beautiful. Nice. Bethany. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, what our annoying things are. I'm sure there are others, but Liz, if you're listening, I don't want to know because then I'll just be self-conscious about it. Don't tell me. <laughs> oh, and um, Bethany pointed out something that we forgot to talk about, too. What's that? Um, the parallel between friends. So Janice, oh, yeah. who we had seen just last week in Doa Satripla, mm-hmm. um, is a character who talks a lot and has a very loud, obnoxious voice. Yeah. And she ends up with a man who's deaf. And Kathy here, who talks a lot. Ends up with a man who's deaf. Or, oh, sorry, he's almost deaf. The one that Janice ends up with. That's right. That's right. Perfect. 
Yeah, Good thanks, catch. Uh, so another one of our patrons, Tish, wrote in, and she says, Hi, K&K. My LM is the line, she's a keeper. Just keep her somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> I might have used that on one of my friends referring to her girlfriend. <laughs> I love it. The other day, mm. my friend was complaining about his boyfriend, who I hate, and I was like, dude, he's a keeper. Just keep him somewhere else. And our waiter at the bar was like, was that a How I Met Your Mother reference? And it was so nice to see someone else get the reference. Regards, Tish. Love it. That's awesome. Hope you told him about this podcast. It's okay if you didn't, though. That's We just want a community no matter what, right? Yeah. Thanks, Tish. Our next. Yeah, thank you, Tish. Our next one is from Susan. And Susan has such a beautiful moment. Mm. Uh, Susan's legendary moment is when the gang singing Marshall's catchy tune and when he realizes that's his password. Mm. Like, it's just all of a sudden the tone, like, changes instantly. Everyone's serious. What a beautiful... That like, is really an incredible moment. Yeah. That's That's... I feel like that's the legendary moment. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, for the next one is from Emma C., and Emma says uh, her legendary moment is the entire scene where the gang is all pointing out each other's glass-shattering flaws while also doing their own flaws. Yes, it's a very well-layered scene with mm-hmm. um, some incredible energy in it. So good yeah, good one there. Great chemistry among the cast. Just, just an awesome yep. moment. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Our next one is from our, another patron, Bobby. Bobby writes, Hello, ladies. It was really hard to pick a legendary moment from this episode because it's all so great. Mm. But I think mine is all the references to Lily's loud chewing. I especially like, say, what's in that cereal besides small twigs and dried animal bones? <laughs> I laugh out loud at every reference they make because they're spot on. I can't wait to hear the big announcement during the live stream. Hope you're both well. Yay! Thanks, Bobby. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the big announcement. All right, the next one is from Russell, who's another one of our patrons. And Russell says, "Hey, beautiful ladies. To be honest, I can't find a single legendary moment for this episode. From beginning to end, it was brilliant, funny, and great characterizing. My legendary moment: the whole damn episode. Talk to you later, Russell. Awesome. So true. Yeah. Solid, solid episode." Emma K is a patron. We're going to read this entire thing. Yes. Hey, beauties of Hey Beautiful. This is Emma from Montreal, Canada. Yes, we speak French here, and some people, all caps, think we're a mess. Spoiler alert, pun intentional. We're not. And if we were, our socialized medicine would fix us for free. Snap, lawyers. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) What an entrance. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm a patron and longtime listener and a massive Himyam fan, I haven't written yet, but I had to start today because Spoiler Alert is one of my favorite episodes of television of any show of all time. It's up there with Futurama's Luck of the Fryrish. And that Mad About You episode where they're trying to sleep train Mabel where it was all shot in one take. The way it uses the structure of sitcom storytelling to manipulate the audience's perception is artful, and I feel it's very elegant and well executed. Ooh, elegant. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. Never seen any of those other episodes. Right? Have you? No. No, but the one, um, the Mad About You one sounds interesting. It was all shot in one take. Yeah, it's very interesting. 
She goes on to say, as someone who is a queer lady and a friend to the trans community, the joke made at trans slash intersex people's expense mm-hmm. in this episode is one sour note, but I'm sure you'll address it during the podcast. Yep. I hope that people who watch it nowadays take a second to absorb the energy of that joke and reflect on what they're doing to support trans and intersex people in their community. Amen. Well said. Yes. It really is so, it's so lazy. And it's, it's, it's wild how many there are. And like, why is that funny? It's, 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 it's just crazy how, how ingrained in our, our sort of shared sense of humor that was for so long, mm. like up until just a couple of years ago. So yeah. it's definitely good to, to think about. My major legendary moment is at the end of the episode when everyone is at McLaren's and does their annoying thing while celebrating mm-hmm. Marshall's accomplishment, but nobody notices. It was a great way to show what Bob Saget tells us in the voiceover. Mm-hmm. My minor legendary moment is Jason's delivery of the line, that's my password. That moment is at the perfect level of energy to set up the roller coaster momentum of the payoff. Yes. That's all for this time. Have a great one and thanks for the show. I just love listening. Cheers. Merci, Emma. That was awesome, Emma. Thank you. So good. Loved all your thoughts. Yes, perfect. All right. The next one comes from Tanya down in South Africa. So she says, good morning, ladies. Hope you all are having a wonderful day. I think I've mentioned this before, but season three is definitely one of my favorite seasons of Ham Yam. So many memorable episodes with legendary quotes per episode. And this week's episode is no different. The Matisse, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, Tanya, so I'm just pronouncing it as if it were French. But maybe it's Mathis. Please correct me. Uh, the Matisse or Mathis siblings love, love, love quoting and referencing this episode. So that's Tanya and her siblings. <laughs> my sister is a total lily. And when we watched this episode for the first time, my brother and I did the biggest spit take. And I think literally rolled on the floor laughing. Ilsa, my sister, chews so loudly. Even porridge, man. It's insane. So obviously my legendary moment is the spoiler alert for Lily when Marshall realizes how loudly she chews, especially the part where the candy floss is a crunch. Candy floss is cotton candy, Americans. Mm. I love it. Also love the part where Marshall assumed that Ted called Lily Chewbacca because she's loyal, wears shiny belts, and resembles he resembles a young Harrison Ford. Oh, honey. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Marshall... I'm a bit of a marshal. I am always singing and making up songs to suit the current situation. Yep, that's my wife too. One of my friends gets so angry at me because I don't even realize that I'm constantly singing. She hates that I am always sing narrating every activity, but I can't help myself, man. Stay awesome, everyone, and be kind to all you meet. Lots of love, Sister T. Amen. Good one, Sister T. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Ronnie writes the end when Marshall remembers his password. Then he sings, I'm a lawyer now. <coughs> this is the part of the night where my, my voice starts to go, so I won't attempt go. to sing that. We're, I'm a lawyer now. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right. The next one is from Abha, one of our international friends. And Abha says uh, her legendary moment is... Oh, she has two. One is Barney trying to get Marshall to watch the dog pooping on a baby. And the other one is Robin's lines during the scene when they're all exposing each other's flaws. So the stroke victim stuff and all of that. Two excellent moments. 
Jeff writes, I think my legendary moments are Marshall's short-lived excitement that he might get to wear his trench coat in a meeting in a parking garage (laughs) and Ted's line, you know me and you should have known I didn't want to know. You know? Love it. (laughs) So good. And then our last one comes from Richard. He's new and he's the lawyer that wrote to us. So I saw Richard so-and-so comma Esquire in our in our mailbox. And he says, uh, my legendary moment from this episode is Marshall passing the New York bar exam. As a New York attorney myself, I can relate to what Marshall went through to get there. Well, congratulations, Richard. And thank yes. you for writing in. It's yeah. So glad you're listening. Caitlin, what is your legendary moment from this episode? I think Robin just does a great job. So she'll be my legendary Robin? moment. Nice. I'm going to give it to the writing. I'm going to give it to Stephen Lloyd because... Like you said, it's just line after line after line, like True. so many great lines, so like, like excellent crisp. structure, good, very crisp, so quickly paced. Mm. Every minute is well used, enjoyable. Um, and a, a shout out to Lindsay Price; she did an amazing job. This was she really did. It's not easy to come in and join that cast and yeah, she make did. us laugh like yeah. the rest of them. And I mean, Ted fell in love with her, so. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Is that really the next episode? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Holy shit. Great couple episodes in a row, you know? Holy shit. All right. So thank you for listening, everybody. We will see you next time for fucking Slapsgiving. Over the head clap. Over the arm claps. Holy crap. So we will see you in two weeks. For motherfucking Slapsgiving, slap number two, right? Slap number two is coming? Slap number three? Three. Because we got bar, robot, and this is number three. Yeah. Slap number three, it's on its way. Send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. Remember our Patreon members get their messages read in their totality. Yes. And everyone else's probably will get shortened, and that's okay. (laughs) Anyway, if you loved this recap, leave us an iTunes review. I think Mm -hmm. we have 45 so far. I would love to get to 50 by the end of season three. Oh, that would be awesome. We have plenty of time to get there. Uh, If we can blow past that. Only Hmm. season, or it's only episode nine. Yeah, man. We're not even halfway there. It's a... An easy, free way to help us. So mm-hmm. get on over there. Leave us Just an iTunes a few review. Seconds of your time, which is valuable, but still, yeah, we appreciate it. Aren't we worth it? <laughs> Here comes Please. the Catholic guilt. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify, and you'll never miss a recap. And check out our freaking merch, man. It's amazing. Zazzle.com slash Hey Beautiful Pod. Zazzle.com slash Hey Beautiful Pod. And we hope you'll come back next episode because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. I can hear your stomach hurtling. I'm hungry.